cyber attacks have risen to the top of the agenda for both the private and public sphere. Here to shed insight on how to mitigate risk is Andrew Fitzmaurice of Templar Executives. Well, Andrew, let's start with a threat landscape. What does this entail exactly? Well, this is a very complex landscape and it's very difficult for, for business and organisations to actually understand the, the panoply of threats out there. So if we start with the sort of governmental one, which is the Foreign Intelligence Services, they're there for espionage and for commercial gain. We then have serious organised crime, which again over time has become far more prevalent and far more capable. Uh, and they're the ones who really do undermine business in terms of the balance sheet and cyber fraud. And then we have people, and people come in a number of flavours. The first one really is the accidental insider threat, somebody who makes a mistake and actually emails, for instance, the strategy to their competitors. Uh, we then have the malicious insider, somebody who no longer wishes to belong to that company or organisation and goes from being a team player to very much about what's in it for me and what can I get out of it. And the third is uh, hacktivists, um, and they've been made famous in the press by Julian Assange and Wikileaks. And these are people who quite often are driven by ideology uh, and not necessarily financial gain. And the last bit is actually something which people don't think about, and that's environmental. So where you actually site your data centres, where you actually site uh, relay stations and how you control your information can be affected by environmental things. And what other key inclusions would a robust cyber security program entail? It's everything from HR, from the levers, movers uh, and joiners, all the way through to the ICT, ensuring that you are able to defend your networks. The network architecture is proportionate to um, your business and to what you're trying to defend. So you have to take this holistic approach the people, the processes and the culture. It's just for instance, there's over a million new pieces of malware every day. 366 million new bits of malware per year. And therefore we advocate a, um, a maturity approach. Adopting a, um, a framework such as the Information Insurance Maturity Model, which the UK uses, or NIST, which the Americans use, which demands constant improvement, continuous improvement. And therefore you never rest on your laurels and you're always trying to get better and better. So in terms of emerging cybersecurity threats, what sort of things should people be aware of? Well, we have seen quite a lot of emergent uh, threats, but actually based primarily on some old themes. In the old days, if you wanted to extort money from a family, you used to kidnap somebody and ransom them. And now it's people's data that doing that with. And we've seen ransomware, which is what it's called, uh, go up around about 113% the number of instances. And this is basically where your data gets hijacked, encrypted, and you have to pay to have your data back. When we talk about large corporates and some of the really critical information assets they hold, you know, the ransoms could be f for, for lots of money. Well, why do you think so many companies struggle to deal with this? So I think a lot of it is in the language that is used. If you use the term security, it switches people off. Whereas for us, it's very much about enhancing business and making it work for you. So when we talk to our boards, we don't talk so much about security. We say, if you're not good at security, we can help you be better. But for us, this is about business information superiority, about getting that competitive advantage. So finally, how can companies really educate themselves about this issue? Well, that's a very interesting point. Education is absolutely vital for the success of both public uh, sector and private sector organisations. And it really has to start at the top. There's quite a lot of education around the ball piece, um, not just the threats, but the opportunities that this offers. But going down through the organisation, um, you next have those people looking after those critical business assets we've spoken about. And it's really important they understand the threats to those assets, but again, how to look after them properly, but also exploit them to meet the business outcomes of the organisation, again, whether it be in the public or private sector. And then going down to the general workforce, a lot of these workforce will know about the internet and will know about cyberspace, but they may not know about security. 
And from this point, what I'm talking about security is, is actually ensuring that they become valued members of the organisation by adopting the appropriate behaviours. And having that sort of cultural and educational piece is really important. And we would start by saying to them and looking at them as individuals and saying, you know, you're online, your children are online. Here's some information about how to stay safe on Facebook to ensure that other people can't get access to your profiles. And those sort of educational points are, are, are really important. And that then helps to breathe the maturity and the mature approach and the constant and continuous improvement I was talking about earlier. Mm -hmm.